more movies, movie news, movie stories, and more. Adventures in binge-watching from the professional binge-watchers on this late-night comedy and movie podcast since 2013. Hosted by yours truly, Johnny Spoiler. Joined by my filmmaking buddies, Nikki Lates, Dangerous Dave, and Double A. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Sandler offering is going to suck because I remember liking Adam Sandler a lot a long time ago. I mean, that was mine. I go as far as, uh, yeah, I mean, he kind of didn't make it out of the 90s. He's got a couple into the 2000s. But but but, they're not really memorable. Maybe 50 first dates, I guess. 50 first dates, I like Click, I kind of like. I might be the only one. I like Zohan. You know know what sucks, though? Based on the number of downloads he has on Netflix, you would think he's successful, and so it doesn't matter. He's going to make movies to the end of time. Because uh, I don't remember what movie it's in, but he does a joke where he's like, it might be dirty work where they're tripping balls and and Adam Sandler shows up as the devil and he goes, yep. uh, we're going to eat of the pig and roast like uh, and burn in hell. Basically, that's what I think his career is like. We're all burning in hell. It's the devil's there. And like he, he can't do He can't do no wrong. Doesn't matter how bad the movies are. Like Netflix is like, oh, by the way, who be Halloween is our number one downloaded movie. And then I go, shit, what do I fucking know then? Because it's one of the worst movies that I've saw the whole year. And it's got a 50% tomato rating. And uh, it's got like five stars on IMDb. But apparently, what, 30 million people on Netflix are watching it? So I'm like, okay, either I have no idea about what it, what it, what a good movie actually is. Or, like, we, we should rebrand the podcast. Because, like, I'm like, I don't even fucking want to talk about movies anymore. <laughs> like, I'm over it. Like, I, know, I give right? up. I get, I'm, like, ready to give up on the whole fucking medium. Like, man. But this isn't new. Like, I'd say Adam's, I mean, Adam Sandler's been going downhill for a while. But, yeah, like for you years. said, like, the audience is still there. Like, I've been mm. going on, I mean, not purposely looking for it, but going through my feed on Facebook, people are either praising it or hating it. And it's, like, it's almost in equal numbers. But Dude, that uh, means uh, he's got enough people liking him like, to keep him afloat. So I, I watch his movies for the Snyder cameos because usually the Snyder cameos are funnier than Adam Sandler through the entire movie. But this time, you know, Rob Schneider was in the shadows the whole movie. You know, you know, he didn't really do anything. He was funny as a guy missing his fingers that it got attacked by a shark in that wrong Missy movie, you know? Um, oh, yeah. But Schneider had a Netflix special. That sucked, too. I, I don't know what it is. Like, the algorithm, who the hell knows how this game really is played? Like, are people putting these on in the background? Like, they, they say that notoriously like, at podcasts, right? But, but they say, are they actually listening? Like, they say, like, oh, podcast listeners are listening to podcasts on the way to pick up their coffee and donuts in the morning on the way to work, or they're doing their laundry, so they're listening to 15 minutes of your show here. Then later on, they're doing the dishes, they're listening to the rest of your show. So it's like... Are they actually watching the movies on Netflix? Or that it's just like, is that why Netflix has to ask you if you're still watching? Because they don't actually really fucking know if you're still watching. You know, you know what I mean? Like, imagine yeah. if nobody's actually watching, but they still count it anyway. 
You know? Dude, I could totally see this. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid and I got like a, a, a VHS, I would wear the shit out of VHS. I could see kids doing that shit with this, like repeating it. Like, you think a kid of a certain age. You think Generation Forget like, About It is just going to keep watching this movie over and over again? I, I mean, possibly. I hope, I mean, I hope not. <laughs> oh I'm, I'm no, afraid there's got to be like some, some servers somewhere where they like they feel like they have to boost the numbers so they can trick as many people into watching this garbage as they possibly can. Look, I well, point well out if you were Netflix, wouldn't you just go? If you were Netflix, wouldn't you just go hire a bot farm if you're like, oh shit, nobody's watching Adam Sandler? What are we gonna do? You know what? Let's go buy some fucking Netflix downloads. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think at this point we're watching. Yeah. We ask ourselves the question, could it be this bad? Like, is he going to put out another stinker? Is Adam Sandler going to actually be able to pull something out? I mean, he just made this uncut gems movie and maybe like that exposure to that kind of set and that kind of like the high level of play. Hey, you know what? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Skip ahead 30 seconds because I'm about to ruin that Safdie Brothers movie for you right now that Adam just brought up called Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler gets assassinated in that movie, and rightly so, because maybe if the motherfucker got shot, we wouldn't have any more of these stupid fucking movies. Blam. I'm going to have to put an explicit E on this episode. I'm going to have to officially declare it, because I think I've said the F word more than six times, and uh, Apple doesn't like that. So I'm going to have to, like, yeah, we swore. Don't worry, Apple. You can tell the preteenies I swore on this one. It's okay. (laughs) We are watching Sandler movies just to see... If he's I'm ever going to make a good movie again. <laughs> no, like, well, oh, it's the train wreck. You got to watch the car accident. You got it. The... Right. Well, yeah, yeah, it's partly that. Like, look, you're either going to get a train wreck, but you're hoping you're hoping that the train will reach its destination because, you know, Adam is talented. He's just uh, dude. actually because of this movie. I don't ever want to talk to him ever like i've actually given up on him like i i used to I, like I like somebody i'm like i don't want i have no interest after this podcast I, it's gonna be like the hobbit situation i'm never gonna want to talk about it but you know right now though like what it why is this i mean first of all i'm with you the movie's shit like we're agreeing but like why is this the straw that breaks the camel's back he's already made the fucking ridiculous six he's made the fucking how many of these netflix he's made pixels he's made fucking horrible movie after horrible movie like why is it this the straw I don't know. It's just well timed. It's just well timed, David. I don't know. It's it's just. You know why? You know why, David? Because it's fucking 2020 and nobody has patience for bullshit anymore. That's why. Because of where we're at. That's, that's, you know. This is the first Adam Sandler comedy. I mean, and I stress that comedy because I've seen Uncut Gems and Myra stories, but like this is the first comedy of his I've seen since Pixels because mm. I gave up on him a long fucking time ago. Like, he's just not ago. funny yeah. anymore. Yeah. Not at all. This is uh, Adam Sandler's Norbit. I yeah. turned it off I after two well, but here, Here's the thing, though. I rank Norbit higher than this movie. I think it's actually an insult to Norbit to compare it to Norbit. I disagree. Even I have to disagree with that. I, and I, I saw Norbit in the fucking theater, dude. Excuse me, there's another explicit for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Eddie Murphy's low is not the same as Adam Sandler's low. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, Audience at home, as you're listening, if you're getting confused, what we're discussing is one of tonight's movies. It's called Hoobie Halloween. It's Adam Sandler's latest Netflix deal movie that just has come out. Basically, um, we'll get into that. We're going to start, we're going to, well, I guess we'll just keep going. I guess there's no other movie news besides this Adam Sandler train wreck to discuss. I I wrote down a bunch of things that happened in the world of TV and movies, but 
Well, I guess we'll just keep going. So tonight's movies are Hubie Halloween and Books of Blood. Books of Blood is on Hulu. Uh, Hubie Halloween is on on Netflix. What is it about? This is how I would describe it. If Billy Madison died in a DUI car accident, and um, what's the other guy? Who's the golf playing guy? Happy Madison. Oh, yeah, okay. So if Billy Madison, and, and then there's Happy Gilmore. So if Happy Gilmore was playing golf and got struck by lightning, and these two bodies were in the morgue, Adam Sandler went there and Frankenstein them, then he'd have Hubie Halloween. And actually, what's funny about his character, he's like Gomer Piles, right? Gomer Piles was like a simple-minded yeah. guy from Mayberry in this old old TV show. And um, basically, between the 60s, 70s, and 80s cinema, you could actually have a character who was who was like called the village idiot. Right? Like, that was like actually a character trope. Now you can't have a handy-capable character, but that's basically what Hubie uh, Dubois would be. And... Um, Adam Sandler's not the only guy who does this, who plays like a, what seems to be a person who's not all there, but they do it with funny voices, so it's okay, right? Like a simpleton uh, type, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he missed out on one person in there, though. I think Happy Gilmore and uh, Billy Madison made out with uh, Bobby Boucher, because I also hear a hint of the uh, water There's boy a little water boy in there? Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, well, you know how he got in there? The water boy came by and ejaculated on the corpses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, well, it's that's the same director from that movie, too. So. Dave, this is. is... Really? Hey, oh, oh, no. hey, Dave, you want to know how water boy gets included? He came by and ejaculated on the corpses, and then they slapped together the, the Halloween Hubie. Oh. <laughs> God. As you can tell, we oh, adore gosh. this movie. Yeah. How I long? actually. Wait, wait. <laughs> Question, guys. How long did you watch this movie before you turned it off to watch something else? Dude, I, made, I, well, I watched I made, this over the course I made it of 30 minutes. periods. Mm. <laughs> wait, you made it 30. Wait, did I you had this, finish this movie? Because I didn't. No, this I, is... I, 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 I don't blame you. Well, I, I, life is too short mm. for Adam Sandler to keep butt raping me like this. Oh, <laughs> so, do you, When I say I finished it, that means like the last 45 minutes I was fucking up. Excuse hmm. me, farting on my phone and uh, but, but like, you just had it on, right? I, 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 it was on. I mean, I, I it ranked it ranked the fucking Netflix minutes. Ah, sorry. Well, we're already explicit, anyways. Well, well. So, should, are we gonna like walk through everybody's individual Hubie experience, or just like just generalize? Because, um, like, I, I mean, mean, I I stayed up in the middle of the night as it's released at three o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Netflix to give a review, rush it to our blog to be like the first news site to throw it out there. So at like. 4.45, I'm typing this two-minute review up, right? It gets out there. It's a one-minute read. Then I recorded a podcast episode of a mini-review so people could know what it was. And, like, I was prepared that it was going to be terrible. You're right, Dave. Like, I was lined up for a disappointment. So at least that spared me from total, like, just feeling like I, I wasted I my time in the middle of the night, you know? I feel partially responsible for this because I literally I have not laughed at Adam Sandler in years and I saw the trailer for the trailer and I was like, ah, that might actually be funny. I put that out into the world. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I don't know. Let's go to our first impressions. Uh, Nick, what is your first impression of Hubie Halloween? Uh, as I said, life is too short to keep getting messed up by Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adam, what, in a few words, what is your first impression of Hubie Halloween? I watched the movie in more se- in more segments than Dave. <laughs> oh wow, Dave! What is your first impression of Hubie Halloween? I had two actually because I tried this two different ways. One, I was very inebriated, and the first seven minutes, I'm like, it's not as bad as everybody's thinking. And I came back later sober for the next thirty minutes. And I was like, oh god, 
Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and mine was simple. Hubie sucks. Like that's it. Two words. Um, let's uh, let's actually. I'm gonna. You know what? We're gonna take a break here. We're gonna be right back after these messages, and then we'll go into first impressions of our other movie that we're featuring tonight, Books of Blood, which is. Doesn't have Adam Sandler, so don't worry, folks. All right, we'll be right back on these messages. <laughs> All right. We're brought to you by sponsors and affiliates who help support our show. So tonight, we'd like to let you know that CBS Sunday Night Movies are back. So grab your popcorn and end your weekend with a fan-favorite film from the Paramount Pictures Library. That is a paid link. You can get it in our podcast notes, or you can visit our website under special offers for details and how you can start a free trial to CBS, which is bringing back movies on Sunday night. Pretty cool. Other offers we have going for you, some freebies, things to try out. You can go to keeps.com forward slash binge watchers. You can try their service for free if you're worried about hair loss. You want to keep the hair you have. You can start free. It's a one-month free trial of their service and their hair product for men. Go to keeps.com forward slash binge watchers. You can try that out. The other thing is, is our Stars offer is back. Stars offer is kind of incredible. You can watch the entire Stars movie library for free, also for a week. And you can go to our website and click the tab that says Stars Offer. It's one button. It's got all the details. Try it out. It'll also be in the show notes later after this episode. You can grab all your freebies and special offers. Also visit us on our site, bwpodcast.com. We're also available on every single podcast platform that exists. We're everywhere. Google us. Binge Watchers Podcast. It's a movie lovers podcast by movie lovers that also happen to be professional movie lovers. See what I'm saying? You get the idea? We just love movies. All right, tune in. 1-1000, 2-1000, 3-1000, 4-1000, 5-1000, 6-1000, 7-1000, 8-1000, 9-1000, 10-1000, 11-1000, 12-1000, 13-1000, 14-1000, 15-1000, 16-1000,
Um, wow. if the, if the book is filled with blood, I expect it to be dripping wet from the pages, you know, it's so sticky, you can't get away from it. And it didn't, it didn't do it for me. Um, let's see. Okay. So <laughs> this is going to be really funny. The favorite bits from Hoobie Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did have one genuine I, I laugh. I got one. I, I got one genuine laugh. Yeah. Who and wants to start? By any main character. Dave, you start since you're talking the most. All right, sorry. So the only time I actually laughed, and it's a dumb joke, but he's telling this old Italian woman, like, oh, sorry, I made a boner. And, and she walks off screen, like, why did he talk about his boner? That was it. That, that was the only Oh, because he's so simple. Laugh. He gets yeah, confused I, by boners because it was mother's t shirt. She gave him a fake reason for what boners are or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I laughed that time because they set it up earlier and that wasn't funny because boner used to refer to, like, if he made a goof or a gaff. And, right. uh, you know, and then when he did it with the old, like said it with the old lady, but it was underplayed. That got a laugh out of me, absolutely. But then they, when they revisited every other time, and they try to have running lots of running gags in this movie, none of which really worked that well. This one worked, yeah. I had a laugh there too. So was that your it favorite bit as well, Adam? I mean, come on, you're just coattailing. No, no, my favorite. This is a spoiler, but you know, I mean, I'm not recommending anyone watch this movie anyway. But um, save your life. Use your heartbeats on good movies, well reviewed or something. Anyway, uh, dude, Shaquille dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I ask you for a favorite bit, and you go back to first impressions. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, uh, you know, doing his little gag where he immediately he goes into a high voice which i guess they did in post or whatever and is like shaquille o'neal trying to be funny and then like the first moment of that where you see the gag i thought that was funny but i mean uh, the weirdness with the other people and the kissing and the sandwich in between all that none of that was interesting but the just the the contrast of just giant man doing this female voice i thought was funny Okay. For a short moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nikki T. Or Nikki Late. Sorry, I used your actual oh, real initial. Oh, no worries. Oh, yeah. I have one favorite moment. It was when I picked up the remote and I turned it off. <laughs> that was really good because I felt better. <laughs> well, they're giving this movie no wiggle room. Um yeah, Okay, so I got two. The mother's nasty t-shirts, what's kind of playing to what Dave and Adam were talking about, but she keeps changing her t-shirts, and they're always these, like, uh, unsavory, like, Urban Dictionary slogans, right? That's where that boner thing came from. And, uh, but it's a great deal of t-shirts. She said, like, 50 cents, you know, she, her and her friend got these dirty t-shirts or whatever. Um, innocently got these dirty t-shirts. And then Steve Buscemi having lycanthropy, like, he, he's convinced he's a werewolf, right? He's just some hairy dude, but he's running around thinking he's a werewolf. I thought that was pretty good. Um, so even in a terrible movie, I can at least find something that would be considered a favorite bit. Um, okay, now favorite bits of Books of Blood, which I which might be more can exciting. We, what? One last thing. What is the age range you think this really appeals to? Thirteen I would say, to sixteen. No, no. Well, now let's be more specific than that. Thirteen to sixteen year old boys whose balls have not dropped yet. They haven't experienced puberty. And they might they might think that Hubie is just like just like them, you know. So <laughs> they'll have Huberty. 
Wow. Oh, no. No. <laughs> well, they were listening. Oh, man. They were listening up until about 17 minutes and 35 seconds is when they dropped out of this episode. I wanted to say that the audience was young children aged 6 to 12. The Cartoon Network demographic? Pretty much. Not hmm. Adult Swim, though. You, if you're Adult Swim, you've aged out of this movie, which huh. makes it really weird for them to have sexual innu- innuendo Except, shows. you know what, though? They threw Ray Liotta in there, and I feel like that's an Adult Swim move. Yeah. Because this is yeah. not a movie that he should be in. I don't know what he's doing there. Yeah. He's, like, giving speeches, and every single scene he has, it's like he's delivering a speech like he just found the body. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Like and That doesn't fit, you know? Send, send him back to Copland, you know? Yeah. yeah, I was offended by this movie so early on that I had mm. to keep talking smack about it. Like, the first thing, like, he's <laughs> dodging everything being thrown at him, and then he, like, shoots soup out of his mouth. Well, Adam, if you don't put this one to bed, you're going to overpower the other movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's just, okay. To bed. Sorry. Moving along. I, is there an episode of Seinfeld called The Long Talker? You know how they had an episode called The Close Talker? Was there ever an episode called The Long Talker? Is anybody a Seinfeld fan can answer this question? I don't really know. Don't know. No. They have time constraints on there. Wow. Um, <laughs> see, I feel like we're we're vibing along, and then you you backpedal us, Adam. Your your bicycle is going I in the wrong to, direction. I'm sorry, I had more trash to talk. My apologies. <laughs> Books of blood. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, moving along. Uh, where are we? Um, oh, favorite bits from Books of Blood. Uh, who wants to start? Okay, I'm Nick, why don't you? Why don't you? I'll go back to you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, the very, I guess, the very ending where um, the um, they they trick the uh, the huckster, the fucking uh, John Edwards type guy. Uh, his, his ending where the spirits take up spoiler alert the spirits uh, get there uh, they carve into him become he becomes a book of blood I, I really enjoyed that I thought that was pretty Son pretty cool you oh. took mine too <laughs> sorry <laughs> you son of a bitch well jump on I don't know no take no I, I, I thought that was really great I thought it was a great idea I, and I love that love the anthology stuff you know me so well, it was anthology. I was kind of surprised it was anthology and also like a – I don't know the proper name for these types of movies, but like Chris Cut movies or like, you know, the, yeah. this character knows this character somehow, but then they're in different stories. Um, yeah, it played kinda, with time too. The order that we yeah. saw them in is not the same order that they were shown in the film. And and uh, I guess my favorite part was uh, when our main bad guy goes into what's – the, what's the place Ravenswood? Is that the name of the yeah the junky neighborhood? neighborhood? Yeah, the yep. I loved that i that idea of the neighborhood. Everyone knows that the neighborhood is like freaky and like nobody lives there and it's run down and weird things happen at night. And that car going down the street to it and uh, just the way they set the atmosphere, I thought that was amazing what they did. Mm. I just I just thought wow that like really sucked me in and I wish more of the movie had played like on that idea uh before we got there but it's just so neat to see that it's like something out of a nightmare yeah uh, well the uh the guy he, that slapped this together brendan Braga, is from like the 80s and 90s this plays like a movie of the week i sent you guys a message on facebook messenger and i was talking about how like 
some movies feel like the video rentals that never left the shelves of VHS. Like they only existed on VHS. To me, Straight Books to, of Blood. VHS, they were called, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Th- that's what this is. This is like a movie of the week or straight to video. Books of Blood feels like it'd be at home, like in with like '90s horror stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I noticed it was produced by like Touchstone Television, so I mean, we're caught. You're right on the money. It is basically a TV movie. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like even for Netflix or like for the streaming world, it feels very TV-ish. And yet, I did. You know, it kind of felt like Trilogy of Terror or something like of you know. If anybody remembers those, well, oh, and, of course I do. <laughs> and my favorite bit actually plays into your guys is because I like the mom. I wrote down that since the satanic mom is hot, the best part is the inappropriate sex, which makes the book of blood, dude. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Wow. Um, okay. We, we've arrived at our favorite game. We're like just burning through this one. Um, binge now, binge later, binge never. Nick. How are you going to play this game? I would say Books of Blood. Uh, binge now. Uh, I think you know my answer for uh, the Adam Sandler one. Uh, yeah, don't ever binge. binge. Now. No, no, never binge. <laughs> never binge. Burn, burn that VHS if it were a VHS. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> would, Hubie be, uh, would Hubie fly off the shelves, John? At Blockbuster? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, probably. Now, um, now, I have a question. Let's say like he didn't have this Netflix deal, right? And this was theatrical. How do you, do you guys think this would be a success? Or you think people are No, wrong? no, dude. Dude, he he'd have like a three year he'd have a three year storm cloud over his head. He'd make this a nothing for three years. But because it's Netflix, no one like punishes him for it. He's not in like Hollywood jail or anything. It's amazing. I think Netflix came for him at the right time because I think you're right. If this was in the theater, nobody would go see it. But everybody can click that button for free because you already have Netflix. So and no one gives a no one gives a crap because it's like, well, it was a Netflix movie. And, well, it's disposable entertainment. Yeah. 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 Well, that's how the model's working, right? It's not, it's basically like you're not just getting one piece of popcorn; you're getting the whole popcorn bucket, right? So you're banking on here's ten movies or here's three movies and four shows. So it not not a single show has to stand on its own or movie for that matter, right? Mm-hmm. It's a group of movies. Mm. Mm. A group yeah. of movies. Yeah, movies. <laughs> okay. uh, so who wants to play the game next? Dave. I'm sure. Um, I'm gonna say binge now. Books of Blood. Um, I'm gonna say binge later. Why not another uh, original movie that dropped this week? Cleansing Hour on Shutter. It's really fun. Uh, and then, um, Dinge never QB. Fuck that movie. No, hmm. done. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> uh, Adam, what are your binge now, binge later, and binge never selections? All right. Binge now, Hubie Halloween. Because there's, nothing, <laughs> because there's nothing more horrifying you will see this season. <laughs> or is this a misery? Well, since, well since you opened that up, I guess I could. Um, bring up this audience comment on Instagram the other day when I gave my Hubie Sucks review this Instagram follower named Justin something 89 he said uh, you know is Hubie better high if you get high do I have to get high to watch it first he answered his own question later but first he asked us like hey do I have to get high 
You guys want to weigh in on this? Do you have to get yes. stoned for this movie? I would yes, say you probably yes. have to. Oh, God, yes. Yes, yeah. you do. All the weed. All the weed you can get. <laughs> and maybe, maybe you can make it through it. I'm not promising it's going to be good. I'm just sure. saying it's better. <laughs> wow. I feel like you have to be so high that the movie is playing somewhere else and you're staring at the wall. And then, <laughs> and then it will be good. That's and you'll have a good time. See, now that you said The Wall, all I can think is the movie The Wall where he's literally like zonked out just looking off into space. Like, I think he just watched Hubie. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Okay. Uh, So, obviously, that's not exactly what I recommend people to do unless you – if you totally like horror, uh, the horror of that show. Uh, But I would be benched never, obviously. Um, and I would binge, I would binge books of blood. Now, if you're a fan of Clive Barker and that type of stuff, I felt like it was a lesser, I've only seen Hellraiser one and two. So it's like a, like a lesser Hellraiser for me. And I haven't seen any of the follow-ups. So I enjoyed it, Hmm. but it's like, it's movie, it's movie of the week. You would want to watch. Would you agree, John? If it's just the movie of the week. Yeah, it was a movie of the week that you'd be like, oh, that's a pretty good movie of the week. No, well, if I had rented like four movies and this just happened to be in the mix, I would be hoping that the other three movies are better. I I didn't have a lot of fun with Books of Blood. Now, other three movies, are they Adam Sandler movies? Not at all. (laughs) Because you typically don't rent comedies with horror movies unless it's a horror comedy like Vamps and it's in its own little subgenre. You don't mix your stack like that, you know? You just don't. Uh, let's see. So, Binge Now, Binge Later, Binge Never. Here's my selections. I would binge now, Ernest Scared Stupid. I would yeah. binge later, <laughs> Books of Blood. And I would never binge Hubie Halloween. If I wasn't reviewing it for the podcast, I... Well, that's not true. I guess I would have watched it, because it took this long for me to give up on Adam Sandler. So... I guess I would have watched it anyway. But I'm saying don't watch it. Um, what else were we watching? Let's see. Let's check in. Nikki Lates, what else are you watching, brother? I checked out a classic 1992 movie called Dr. Giggles that I hadn't seen in oh, forever. You guys remember oh, that one? Is he the dentist that kills? Yes, Is he the no, dentist no. that kills people? No. No, no, the doctor that kills people. Oh. And he has this giggle where he's like, <laughs> it's really scary. Oh, I but, thought he uh, pumped him full of laughing gas. No? No, no, he just giggles when he kills oh. people or is nervous. All right. I'm it, thinking of a completely different movie. Yeah. No, th- it's great. It has Larry Larry Drake or Larry Dirk, you know, the main bad guy from Darkman. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It, it's actually good. The kills are good. Uh, it's well-directed and well-edited and shot. I actually had a lot of fun re-watching it. Oh, dude! I think I'm literally thinking of the dentist with Corbin. You're thinking Burns of the dentist. And, yeah, yeah, the dentist one and two. Doctor Giggles, man. Doctor Giggles. Yeah. Well, I actually, it, you know, what sucks too that it bombed because I would have loved to have seen like a Doctor Giggles, Giggles one, two, or three, or four. You know, know I'm sure the rights to, to purchase those rights. I'm sure it's pretty cheap. You might be able to get the rights and make. I know. You guys <laughs> want to do Doctor Giggles too? Or, yeah. or no, the uh-huh. Resurrection. I guess. Uh, I have the comic. Oh, you do? Hey, John could be new Dr. Giggles. Why not? Holy shit. Go. Yeah, you could. Oh, yeah. I'm getting typecast as the uh, overweight weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, do you want work or do you want to eat? <laughs> oh, wow. That makes no sense. Never mind. Is that how I got cast in the Leprechaun fucking movie? I don't know. 
<laughs> Leprechaun fucker. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's um, see. Who's next? I had a uh, good time. Good question. I guess you are, Adam. What else are you watching? Okay. So I've been watching Adam Sandler movies. Holy shit. <laughs> good ones? <laughs> no, yeah. Well, h- hear me out. I've been watching Adam Sandler movies in reverse and watching him really come into his own. So as long as you watch them, the newest one first, and then, you know, progressively move into the past, they get better and better, guys. They get, get they, they really do. They get better and better. Uh-huh. What do you hmm. think? I, I think oh. you're right. I would just say stop at stop at airheads because if you go back to going overboard, no, you just you're back into Hubie territory. <laughs> well, I don't know if I consider Airheads anything other than uh, Adam Sandler cameo, really. I mean, he's such a smaller role in that character. But but I've also I also turn on Shutter and I watch some like they got all these old All right, like, no, now I'm going to cut you off cuz if you're going to turn everything into a joke and then deliver the joke, but then also try to say that you're really watching things. <laughs> not ex- there's no time for that. So if you want to be sarcastic. That'll be your delivery, and then we'll just go to the next person. See what I mean? Like you, are like, oh, I'm watching Adam Sandler movies in reverse. But then you didn't tell us the Adam Sandler movies, and then you're like, oh, but I really watched this. It doesn't work for me. I really want to know what you're watching. Make, you really make, want to w- listen to all the Adam Sandler movies I've been watching to find out. And I only watch a couple minutes of whatever I can get my hands on, but I, I watched a couple in reverse. And I have the list in front of me, but uh, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't think about this joke too far, guys. He doesn't, he doesn't have the backup for it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh shit!" They asked me which movie I watched, which Adam Sandler movie specifically. Wow. Well, I started with Hubie. Right. Well, we we confirmed that. You kind of like it, actually. You've mentioned it several times. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Dave, what have you watched? Oh, well, okay. So I truly, me and my wife truly binged something this weekend. We watched the entire season of The Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, That's really fun. But what I really want to bring attention to real quick is I watched uh, Final Destination 5 again, and... I, I'm sorry, dude. This is my fate. I'm just. I'm saying it. It's the, the best one, Final Destination on- movie. Wait, wait. Is that the fight? The Final Destination? Is that the re? Like when they reboot no, that's it? Number four. That's number four. Number five is uh, the one, where the one on the it starts bridge. off with the construction. The bridge. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Dang. Okay, but that's post reboot, right? Because like the first three are are the con has like continuity between like the first three of them. the first three have continuity, but the ones later no, no. don't. This no, five does. does actually. Five, five ties into number one. Five yeah, goes back yeah. to number one. Yeah. Well, oh, it's yeah. so good, dude. It's actually Fuck, my favorite. So, mine too, dude. Totally get you, Dave. Dude, Dave. the kills on it, like by this time, I mean they've always known what these movies are, but like they have so much fun with these. Like, there's a the gymnast scene, and I won't say anything more. Just it murders me. It is so well done. And, and it and it took what one did and like all the sequels and just honed it in and just made it perfect. They really had the formula down. Yeah. And, I totally agree with you, Dave. I and I was it. kind of bummed because it did the worst of all the movies because number four was so yeah. bad. So everybody skipped number five, and it was the best. Four and two. I mean, actually, but two's opening is my favorite. Opening, I will give you that. Yeah, yeah I will give you that. Two has bad. the best opening. Five is my overall favorite. I actually like the roller coaster situation in part three. Mm. 
Yeah, that one's really good. Well, they they always have a solid opening. Like, have, that's the one thing those movies did well. Yeah, they're kind of like um, you know, the Rube Goldberg machine, like elaborate machines to do simple tasks. They're kind of like the Rube Goldberg machines of like horror movies. You know? Yeah, kind of, yeah. They set up these elaborate ways to to kill people. And Dude, but, I wish they would do like a half hour show each week. Like just show somebody fuck up and get killed elaborately. I'm I'm solid. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> I'm glad you watched that, Dave, because I watched that like six months ago. Totally so on board with you. It's so good. If it was after A Thousand Ways to Die, it could be called One Way to Die. It's true. Does anybody remember that show? A Thousand Ways to Die was on... Um... No. Oh, Spike Network. Show. Spike doesn't even exist anymore. No, but they run reruns on uh, Pluto TV, and I watch it there once in a while. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of entertaining. Um so, so, John, what are you watching? Yeah, thanks, Dave. <laughs> thanks for that lead-in. <laughs> hey, John. Uh, uh, I'm in the middle of Halloween 4, Return of Michael Meyer, which is from the original continuity of the original Halloween 1, 2, and 4, 5, 6. Um, actually, I didn't realize how methodical he is in this movie when he comes back. Like, after you think he's burned up, he wakes up from his coma, gets out of the ambulance, gets back to Haddonfield, finds out he has a niece, starts stalking the niece and her foster family. Then he, like disables the town first he like it like he he cuts the power to the town then he like like dissembles the police force right <laughs> like uh destroys the sheriff's ability to to duke it out with him and like i was like wow i didn't realize the original michael myers man was like methodical like no like what they do with the newer ones he's more like a machine but like i didn't realize how systemic his evil was in that movie i'm like wow so I'm getting I'm I'm enjoying going back to it, but I watch that every year, um, which brings me kind of like to our next. Four like, is great. Yeah, That's four great. is awesome. Like it introduces his niece Jamie, who's played by um, Daniel Harris, who's like now like a scream queen, right? Like she was in a couple of the Halloween movies. Then she's horror in the horror. remakes with uh, Rob Zombie, and she's been in some other horror movies. Um, but that brings me to my next thing is like asking you guys what are on your personal playlist, like something that you watch every Halloween, like every October season. Are there a couple movies or shows that you all, will always go back to? Um, Nick, what about you, man? Is there something you'll watch like every year? I love Trick or Treat. Oh, okay, with little Sam, with the little yeah, pumpkin kid. The new one. Oh yeah, I yeah. just think that is so good. Another horror anthology, of course, with me. But <laughs> I just, it's so good, and it's the ultimate Halloween movie for sure. But they're um, but they're like those are really intertwined. Right, like his character goes oh, between yeah. the stories, yeah. and there, there's like the neighbors, there's people walking and trick or treating. Yeah, yeah, all the characters are totally intertwined, and they're cutting back and forth. It's not like, oh, here's your first half an hour segment. Then it's constantly cutting back and forth, which is actually really cool. It makes it the flow is very nice in that movie. Nice, and the director, I mean, in the his style, what is it, Michael? Who's the guy who did the new Godzilla, Michael Doriotti? Dur- yeah. Hmm. Oh, his style is just great. It's it's amazing. What what year did that come out? I Over think two thousand nine or ten. Don't hold me to it, but somewhere around there. Oh nine sounds about production right. history because it was supposed to be a theatrical movie and then yeah. it got pushed off. So like it got dumped on straight to video, but it still is so such a good movie that it still built a cult audience. But yeah, that's one yeah. of the ones that you pass around. Like you tell your friends about this title and they pass it on and they tell somebody else. You know, like how South yeah. Park got South Park got started. Oh, have you seen the Christmas special? What do you mean Christmas special? What are you talking about? And then, like, the video gets passed around, and then, you know, it's a show that goes on and on and on. Yeah. Um, 
Dave, what about you? You got a couple things you're going to watch this year? Um, yeah, there's quite a few things I watch, um, but I'll try to be brief. Um, a movie, one that we don't talk about often. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but I really love The Gate. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's uh, seen That's, that. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, it's, it scared the shit out of me as a kid. It's like basically kids versus demons, and it's got a very, very young Steven Dorff in it. Um, it's If you like the Monster Squad or if you like Goonies, like that kind of thing, The Gate is a little creepier, and it's a fun movie. I, I watch that every year, too. And has some great stop motion. Yeah, it does. Well, there's a scene where like they they are they're calling their parents who they think their parents calling them on their phone, and this phone melts and it's like yeah. screaming at them, and that scared the shit out of me as a kid. So good, so it's good. such a fun movie. Yeah, basically like the kid and his sister, they open a portal to hell in their backyard, and then they mm-hmm. duke it out with these little gremlin, uh, goblin demons or whatever that are like two feet tall. Until they merge, don't they merge into like a giant demon at the end or something? Yeah, yeah at the very end, he's got to yeah. build it, and then he's got a eye. The eye in his hand also freaked me out as a kid. Ugh, just mm. was that not that was eighties oh, or nineties? Yeah, eighties or nineties. Uh, that was eighties. Uh, that was like so. 80s. So that I was. I was gonna say you yeah. could always count on like the eighties movies to have a boss fight. Like every horror movie, you had like a you would get you have to have a boss fight. You know, like the yeah. monsters mutated into like super monsters. And then you had to have a final fight. It's kind of cool. And it was usually the the big monster or something. Yeah. Um, Adam, is there anything that you watch every year during like the Halloween scary season? I don't really have any solid ritual when it comes to watching this sort of stuff. But um, I mean, it'd probably be the Peanuts special. Oh, the Great Pumpkin. That's a good movie. That is a great one. There's nothing to be embarrassed. That's yeah. That's cool. Um, we also brought up, well, I mean, I we like it. No, family, family stuff is good. Like, uh, like that's why I brought up Ernest earlier as the binge now selection, because Hubie Halloween is obviously trying to hit like the family demographic, right? Like the family yeah. Halloween market, but you could go to little monsters. You could, you could go to monster squad. What, you know, there's some right. other things out there. You could well, little monsters, Paranorman. Paranorman. If you have little, little kids that want cartoons. Yeah. Uh, there's that one where the house is haunted. What, what's that movie where the house is really the dead lady, but the chief oh, possessed the house? house. That's there a great you go. Yeah, monster yeah. house. There you go. Yeah. Well, I had a professor that worked on that movie. Does he oh. work on other movies now? I'm sure he does. That's cool. That's <laughs> random. <laughs> That's a random shout out. Oh. Ten years. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, to my <laughs> I said I was trying to remember his name. What? Oh, I didn't hear you. I'll have to, okay. I'll have to watch the credits. All right. <laughs> well, Adam's professor, if you're out there listening, shout out to you, brother. Keep making movies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so we're a random. It was like a random bring up. Like, okay, oh, what do we do with that information, professor? You did a great job. That movie's entertaining. <laughs> his credit was professor in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, oh, we don't have any, what is, I don't know, next week we're going to be, like, um, talking more scary stuff. We're going to do, like, the Night of the Demons retrospective. So, I've seen Night of the Demons. Yeah, it's next week, yeah. So, I've seen Night of the Demons maybe a handful of times. I've seen the, all of them, actually. I've seen one, two, three, which is, three's, like, impossible to find. And, uh, and, and then there's the remake, which is, the only thing that the remake has going for it is it's got, um, the kid from Terminator 2, Eddie Furlong, is one of the guys, one of the main characters in the remake. But other than that, there's literally no reason to watch the remake. And it kind of ruins the original movie. It's one of those remakes that you go, if you'd watch the remake first, you would never go see the original. 
No, yeah. it has cameos in it, and it's just they waste. Uh, I I hate it after remake. Yeah, that's what, what we're talking. Uh, actually, that is one of my Halloween favorites, but I didn't mention it because we're going to talk about it next week. Oh yeah, Night of the Demons. Well, it's kind of like basically somebody decided to take like uh like the Breakfast Club and The Exorcist, and then you get Night of the Demons. It's basically a high school Halloween party. And somebody gets possessed, and then you know it happens at a haunted, famous haunted house. Like you were talking about how you loved the Ravenmore situation in Books of Blood. Well, they have Hill House or whatever in Night of the Demons, which is like this notoriously haunted house, you know, that everybody's afraid to go to, and terrible things happen there. Um, mm. And I think they literally borrow like the Pazuzu demon. I think in Exorcist is like supposed to be in African folklore, dug up somewhere in Egypt or something. But I'm pretty sure. Night of the Demons has like a mythological demon in it as well from like some wild place. Um, it's weird looking. Like they cut to it every once in a while in the movie and it looks pretty zany. So anyway. Stay um, tuned. Yeah, stay we'll tuned. Exactly. Literally stay tuned. <laughs> binge now. Yeah. I, Actually, well, yeah, binge now in anticipation of next week's episode. Yeah. Yes, yes. And if this is the first time you listen to us, congratulations. This was an exciting episode. If you've been with us for 300 episodes, congratulations. You're one of our longest listeners. And if you turned us off at minute 16, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, they can't hear that now because they've already turned off at minute 16. You're right. It's passive aggressive, Dave. I don't know what else to tell you. 